Hey y'all, it's your girl Keith of Kentucky, and you're tuned into a special edition uh, of So There's That, the podcast. I just want to say, yes, I've been on this intense hiatus. A quick update. Uh, I did a move. I think I was talking about that a few uh, episodes ago where I had to move from Texas to Virginia. So I am in Virginia now, and I've been here for a little bit. I've acclimatized. I've got my shit together. And I've also had a whole other ass baby. (laughs) So I am the parent of three beautiful kids now. I finally got my girl. So I have two boys and a girl now. And I'm just trying to figure out, like, this podcast has become something personal. It's almost like a fourth baby to me. So right now, I'm just working on tweaking things, adding things, maybe another castmate to, you know, banter against. I feel like I've kind of held it down. The worst thing about being your own solo um, host is that you could say that I'm not going to do this shit today and nobody is going to fight you on it. And so that's the worst thing. But I also, you know, I've I've been talking to a few people, but um, one of my friends in particular, I think that we would just mesh so well together. So um, this isn't going to be a constant weekly thing as of right now. I appreciate the people that are tuned in thus far. Uh, Just know that there are things coming. So don't unclick yet. You know, don't unsubscribe from me yet just hang in there and let me get my things together like I said there's been a lot of stuff going on the last few months and I just haven't had the time to sit down and just talk to y'all like I want to like it's been so much going on (laughs) pop culture wise and just um, news wise and all sorts of stuff before I start getting messy, I just want to say I'm sending my condolences back home to Louisville, Kentucky. Um, last week, there was an incident that occurred uh, where a white man tried to go into a, a primarily black church, was declined, then went into a local Kroger's and shot two elderly black um, people, two gram- a grandma and a grandpa. And, uh, you know, it hasn't been deemed a hate crime, but we see things for what it is. We don't... Um, we ain't trying to bullshit. We ain't really trying to hear shit about the mental illness or nothing. We just know that uh, it was done out of hate and it was done and it was racially uh, driven. And uh, it's crazy looking at the victims and just seeing your grandparents and, and knowing that they just went to go pick up some shit from Kroger's and, and lost their lives. And so I just want to send my love uh, back to Louisville, Kentucky and, uh, you know, just situational awareness and just if you haven't been licensed to carry uh, or to have a gun please <laughs> I it's a, I was just talking to my sister about it this past week please do so because um, um, everybody else is carrying we need to make sure not that that would have prevented anything from happening I just uh, I uh, I, I mm, it's hard to talk about it's just just thinking about the ages of the two individuals that passed um to oh and one of them would had their grandson with them i believe the male victim had his grandson with him and he saw him get shot again and they both got shot in the backs and it's just it's just crazy uh that this is where we're at in 2018 so um sending my condolences my love Uh, back home to Louisville and it's just to lighten it up I just had to do that especially since it hit home literally um to to let the people know that we uh we got so much we we have so much more ground to cover uh, when it comes to making this fucking country a better place it's crazy but just to lighten up the mood we gotta lighten up the mood I want to talk about Nicki Minaj and Cardi B and the mini series <laughs> that happened on Instagram last night um, with Cardi B. If y'all just stick around, we gonna get into it. I, I got so much to say. <laughs> Tune in. All right, y'all. Let's just get into it. Um, Cardi B and Nicki Minaj, just a long road of hate, hate, hate. Like these niggas hate each other. And um, except for Cardi B's hate makes a lot more sense. 
Um, we all know Nicki Minaj has been in the game 10 years and no one's taken away from her talent, her writing skills, and the impact that she has made on hip hop thus far. But what a lot of us can say and what is true is that for a lot of her reign, she never had competition or anybody for uh, anybody that challenged her. I, I wouldn't say she didn't have competition. Um, she did have um, a lot of the other veterans in the game um, that were out here. But do y'all remember when you look at like the BET Awards, like the hip hop awards and stuff, and then they have the female category for the whole time that Nicki Minaj <laughs> was out there. You had like Zonique or some shit. Not Zonique, that's T.I. and Tiny's daughter, but uh, uh, Ziphonique, uh, some shit. Master P daughter, Trina, and then two other own, unknown hosts who ain't did no kind of numbers on the radio, had no fans, zero fans, right? And Nicki Minaj would win consistently over that time frame. So it wasn't the fact that she didn't have competition. No, she didn't have competition. It's not the fact that she didn't have other people in the game with her. She just literally didn't have anybody that challenged her numbers. Um, we ain't gonna sit up here in front like Nicki Minaj did not give us classic um, verses. Um, because to be honest, let's talk about it real quick. It's Nicki Minaj for a long time. She could only really succeed on, um, on feature tracks. Um, the biggest verse of her life is probably Monster, where she kind of bodied all those male artists on that one track. You had Rick Ross, you had Jay-Z, and you had Kanye. Um, am I leaving it? I think that's it. But that was the biggest um, verse of her career, which I'm not, like I said, I'm not taking anything uh, from it. Um, but she, she just lived in an era where she was the only one and she was beautiful and she had this fat ass and nobody challenged Nicki Minaj except for when she had the beef with Lil' Kim in the beginning. But in the beginning with Lil' Kim, she made it out to look like, um, Lil' Kim was just being this um, ungrateful person. When Nicki Minaj got her whole persona off of Lil' Kim. And and that's that's facts. Like, we're not gonna talk about she she likes to bring in this whole Foxy Brown shit, but she was marketed to be the second coming to little Kim. And we're not gonna go back and forth about that at all. Um, when I first became um, knowledgeable about Nicki Minaj, it was the, the pop squad. It was the pop squad, nigga. Like I saw that and I immediately thought of little Kim. I was like, what's going on? But this is cool because I've really fucked with itty bitty piggy. <laughs> so I didn't make a big deal about it. I was just, enjoying the fact because that was like white noise for a moment as far as female hip-hop is concerned so we didn't get that like we really wanted um and so when nikki came it was almost like a fresh breath of air but it was like recycled air in a sense because we done already had our little taste of this but it was just a different style and it was more elevated for the time and um, she really just gave us elevated little Kim. And then even then, she still didn't out. She didn't outdo little Kim with little little Kim replicas, if that makes sense. I don't know. She 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 never. Let's just say little Kim will always probably be more impactful than little uh, um, than Nicki Minaj. My bad. I'm getting all over the place. So, anyways. Nicki Minaj and Cardi B. Um, Cardi B, now that I've given y'all like a brief history on Nicki Minaj, Cardi B came in the game um, before all the fame, before all that, just, just a bitch on Instagram making little 30 second videos and making everybody laugh. She had crooked teeth, but she was hilarious. She was lovable. And that's really Cardi B's thing. Cardi B is successful because she is likable and she is real nobody ain't never came in and said that she is just lyrically sound like that like that she has these profound lyrics um 
we don't follow Cardi B for that shit. We follow her because a hoe never gets cold. Like, and we resonate with that shit. Like, that is our shit. And so she got on Love and Hip Hop on VH1. She got with the Mona Scott connection. And she made uh, two seasons out of that be successful. Being just her ratchet, lovable self. Loud, crazy, fighting and shit. But we still fucked with her because that was just her. And she also said she was uh, into music. But we knew as fans of Love and Hip Hop, we kind of was like, okay, this could be like, who, this could be a K. Michelle situation? I was trying to think. This could be a K. Michelle <laughs> thing, or it could be a Jocelyn Hernandez thing. Because y'all know the difference between K. Michelle is, despite of how people may feel about K. Michelle, K. Michelle took that platform of loving hip hop and, and, and let it elevate her. And despite how you may feel about her, she's really successful in that R&B lane that she has created for herself. All of her albums have done fairly successful. Um, or you could be like Jocelyn Hernandez, who has been on Love and Hip Hop since the fruition of Love and Hip Hop Atlanta and has gotten absolutely nowhere. <laughs> what are we like six, seven seasons in and this hoe is still, you know, but I mean, obviously, Jocelyn is not on there anymore. And let me tell you, Jocelyn um, is um, into fitness now. And I actually did the results in 28 days. I'm still in the midst of doing that after having the baby. And that is her lane to me because Jocelyn Hernandez's body, whatever little nip and tuck she's had, I don't think she's had much. I really believe that her ass is real. A lot of people are like, how you believe? I believe she has a muscle booty. And that's why it sits up so high. She has these really intense, nice thighs and um, just these nice shoulders and arms. And then obviously her tits are fake, but you know, Jocelyn Hernandez, as far as music is concerned, that's just not been, it wasn't built for her, you know what I'm saying? And I feel like Cardi B came in and said, okay, well, let me see what I can do. I can create this little bit of drama. I can become known. I can, you know, create me some slogans. Um, Beef with me forever, okay? And then drop the mixtapes. She dropped the mixtapes and, uh, and it gained traction. And I will say, as somebody who listened to Gangsta Bitch Volume 1 and 2, that they had some good tracks on it. Like, I was fucking with that. It was my gym playlist for a minute. And um, then. Obviously, Bodak Yellow comes out. Now, mind you, Nicki Minaj hasn't had uh, an album since 2014 at this point. She had the pink print last time. And to me, I think I've said it on the show before, is that I don't think people was really checking for the pink print like that. Or I wasn't. And when Nicki Minaj did the... um, promotion for that it was all circled around safari and her breaking up to which none of us even fucking knew that them niggas was really together like that like did we know did we know was i the only one that thought that safari was a assistant secretary nigga like i knew he was close to her i knew there was a friend but I never, I didn't think that they was together like that. Now, I wasn't one of them people that was sitting there watching their um, they live streams and shit like that. But I just didn't, I didn't know like that. So, <laughs> but anyways, she had not did an album since 2014. So here comes 2017, Cardi B releases Bodak Yellow, to which, she, you know, she was playing on Kodak Black's flow or whatever. And a little to her, you know, she didn't know that this track would become the thing that, you know, just rockets her into this successful mode that she is in right now. I didn't know. I was like, okay, this track is a bop. And, you know, after the first few times you listen to it, he's like, hey, look, the song was popping. There's nothing you can do to take away from how dope Bodak Yellow was when it first came out. Um, there's a video of me at my last little event and I was just going off to Bodak Yellow. It was a really great 
um, song. So Cardi B rides that shit out. Then she releases, what does she have? Bartier Cardi. And I remember I did an episode about that. And I was nervous about Bartier Cardi because to have a, a single like Bodak Yellow do successful and then that 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 second single gotta be a hit or you can almost call it it can almost be a rap really but it was I mean it was all right um it was not Bodak Yellow though so then after Bodak Yellow then we started hearing rumbling about an album finally coming and I was probably her worst critic because I was like bitch you need to ride your own wave. I think I said on this episode, like a previous episode, you need to ride your own wave for the success of Bodak Yellow or you gonna lose it. You gonna lose it. Somebody gonna jump in and steal your shine. You need to go ahead and see that, that Bodak Yellow is doing these numbers right now. And at this time, I think it was platinum. She's already starting to get awards off of Bodak Yellow and this, the album is like slowing up. I'm thinking this is around December time frame that I started to get antsy. Like, I was like, why are you not putting together tracks? Why are you not doing this and that? Well, then there became rumblings that she was pregnant. And she, at this time, she had started dating Offset. Little to our surprise, I mean, we didn't even know that these niggas had already got married last September. Um... And that was shortly after I believe they really got together. I think they had been together for a while, actually, because I think they had collaborated together on her mixtape on uh, looking like I caught a lick. Yeah, they was on that track together, right? So we didn't even know. And um, so the rumor was out there that she was pregnant. I was nervous. I ain't going to lie because she does a lot, a lot of her award speeches includes the fact that people didn't believe in her after she had got pregnant. It wasn't the fact that I didn't believe in her. I was just nervous. Like, I was pregnant at the time. And I'm like, shit, man. This shit, this pregnancy shit is hard. So I can only imagine being somebody who has to keep up with their looks, has to go on stage and be out of breath and shit. And then, oh, you need to ride the success with a tour. And uh, she did finesse with Bruno Mars. And then she got invited to go on tour with him. And I was just thinking about how this pregnancy can impact all of her opportunities at this point. So I was real nervous about that for her. Not that I didn't believe in her because bitches come back all the time from pregnancy, maternity leave and make shit happen. Hello, Beyonce. But it's just scary because you, you don't know how your life is gonna be until you have your baby, right? And that, that led up to the fact that she ended up canceling her involvement with Bruno Mars's tour because she saw that she got real for her after she had the baby. Either way, she ended up releasing her album, Invasion of Privacy, in, what was that, April? And uh, it did really fucking well. And it, <laughs> I'm telling you, nothing but bops. Nothing but bops. Um, but when we start getting like, I had to give y'all a little history about Cardi B, obviously. But uh, when we start talking about um, where Nicki Minaj and Cardi B went wrong, right? So they did a track together called Motorsport, which was uh, the Migos, and they featured both Nicki Minaj and Cardi B. Well, what from what I got from it is that the whole coming together of that track was all skeptical. It's like the Migos is really being messy. <laughs> to me, I felt like the Migos was being messy, all three of them niggas, and knew that them two already had like something, some kind of tension between them and then gave them that. Nicki Minaj did her verse, Cardi B did her verse, and Cardi B had got some kind of insight about the lyrics that Nicki Minaj provided for her track, her her verse on that track. And she wasn't fucking with none of the shit that Nicki Minaj was talking about because basically Nicki Minaj got on the track trying to seem like she was, she put Cardi B on her lane, in her lane. And she absolutely did not. She didn't embrace Cardi B when she was coming up. Um, Cardi B, I mean, Nicki Minaj, like probably majority of us, 
did not think that Cardi B was going to be this massive success that she is today. And that's fine to say, but she don't have to come to terms with it. You know, like everybody else did. Everybody got to come to terms with the fact that Cardi B is right now is successful. Who knows how long? Because we didn't know how long Nicki Minaj was going to be around to uh, when she first came in the game. I was weary, okay, after after Massive Attack, nigga. Like, I didn't know what the, what the fuck is this song? I went fucking with Massive Attack. And if you don't know what Massive Attack is, that's because that shit didn't do no numbers. That was like Nicki Minaj's first single. It sucked. <laughs> so we didn't know. But back to Motorsport. So they both did their verses, and the song that we got was amazing, right? I even fucked with Nicki Minaj's verse. Now, I ain't gonna sit here and act like I'm not a Nicki Minaj fan. I fucked with some of that. I don't like her albums as a whole, but I like songs from Nicki Minaj. I didn't fuck with Super Bass. It was a catchy song, but at the end of the day, when I think about hip-hop, Super Bass is not the fucking one. (laughs) So I just... I'm not gonna hate on Nicki Minaj. Like she makes horrible music. She she makes great music, but I don't like her attitude, and that sucks because <laughs> back in the day we really couldn't just not like people because of their attitudes because we didn't have access like that. Um, but now we do, and you just gotta be weary, nigga, because you might be. It's just like a cute dude that you see on the street. If he's cute, and then he opened his mouth, he is now ugly because he didn't say something ignorant. And that's what Nicki Minaj is to me. She is very beautiful and she's very talented, but some of her things that she said, she and how she maneuvers, makes me not like Nicki Minaj. I don't like that bitch sometimes. So, back on track. <laughs> um, so they're doing promo and Nicki and Cardi B is on the radio and she uh, pretty much tells the story about how she heard the verse from Nicki Minaj and asked Nicki Minaj to change her verse. And that's how we got the finished product for Motorsport. And it kind of started there. So Cardi B releases her album and immediately fucking, I remember cause I was just like, bitch, like really dog. Immediately after Cardi B released her album that same fucking week, Cardi, uh, Nicki Minaj goes on the radio and she's talking about how she's about to release his album. And she April fooled the fuck out of us because we didn't get that album for a few months. She just came there to fuck up the shine, dog. And she did a horrible job because Invasion of Privacy did numbers. They did well. It was great. They had single after single after single that did awesome. So Nicki Minaj does this radio interview and uh, she's pretty much like it's so annoying because she goes on the radio like almost crying because she feels like Cardi B is supposed to pay homage to this bitch just because Nicki Minaj is Nicki Minaj but Nicki Minaj never handed no fucking she never put her arm out there to help her pick her up when she was fucking on loving hip-hop Gwenin and shit with these niggas and throwing hands with people trying to just make a name for herself and um and she made it seem like she should be grateful that she even got on the track with Nicki Minaj. And when niggas start talking like that, it's like, mm, I don't know, like, what you talk about? What you mean I should be grateful to be a tra- on the track with you? Like, simmer down, ho, sit your ass down. You and, 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 and just continue to make Cardi B this, this girl that is, not humbled by the fact that Car- that Nicki Minaj is who she is. And we know that Nicki Minaj is this great lyricist and this great artist or whatever, but the fact that she was talking like that really had me bent. And, uh, and it kind of turned and made, this is where the tension started to really build. Um, I remember before then, excuse me, Cardi B, no, no, I, I spoke about that. Cardi B was talking about that. And I remember with the Shaver would post about Cardi B interviews and they would ask her about Nicki Minaj and Cardi B would not say anything at all. I wish there was a way, go YouTube it. Um, a lot of the time when people asked her about things, she said, you know, I don't, you know, she kept it very short. She kept it very cute. 
I think she did on The Breakfast Club and a few other different radio tours that she went on. She didn't want to create no drama. When we started calling names out, really, about shit, like when, when she tried it to, uh, she tried to pretty, pretty much point the fingers, Nicki Minaj, is when she did that interview right after Cardi B's album dropped. So that's when the beef really, to me, started to like gain <laughs> traction because bitch, you knew exactly what you was doing. You knew what you was doing, girl. And uh, it just built up from there to me. And uh, you know, Cardi B, she don't got a filter. So she would go on her IG and talk about things and make it more clear. And it just, it kept getting bigger and bigger until around September where they had that Harper's Bazaar um, event for Fashion Week and Cardi B had had her baby and oh shit I'm sorry y'all they also there was a uh, the Met was it the Met the Met Gala they met up there and it looked as if (laughs) for a second it looked like to y'all, because I peeped, uh, to y'all, y'all felt like them niggas had not had beef anymore just because they was in their pretty gowns and talking to each other and shit. And uh, yeah, absolutely not. So that was another thing. The other thing is that um, Nicki Minaj came out with Chung Lee and she really wanted people to believe that she was being turned into this bad guy and shit. And didn't nobody give a fuck about Nicki Minaj like that. We just was not fucking with your music. Like, either drop some shit and have us listen to your music or not, girl. We don't need to... Don't nobody think of you as nobody's bad guy. Like, you just a sneaky bitch. And that is what... It is what it is. It's okay. But you know what I'm saying? Like, Cardi B had always made it clear on her IG videos that she had looked up for Nicki Minaj. I remember there was a video that came out before the album dropped that she was kind of like really like uh bringing it in with herself and saying you know that this industry shit is crazy there's people that I looked up to that you know are trying to hinder me or trying to not don't want to see me successful and she never said names but we knew she was talking about Nicki Minaj we knew she was talking about Nicki Minaj so it, it all got big at that damn Harper's Bazaar event where uh, Nicki Minaj, I mean, Cardi B came out there with her head cracked. But I mean, it went from raw, big fat ass. And that's the thing about Nicki Minaj. She got people around her who they always talk about some clout chasing, but they the number one. I ain't never seen Riley not have her own shit you know what I'm saying not stand on her own two feet and I don't know shit about Riley like that but that's because I don't know shit about Riley like that unless she's tied up with she was trying to be tied up with Remy Ma and then she got tied up with Nicki Minaj and I only know her to be an associate she ain't never been no independent bitch off her own name never that I know Oh, and she's also known to be the bitch that got rocked by Sky from Black and Crew. That's it. That's it. But apparently, the latest greatest, um, I probably missed out some stuff, but it's so long and I'm just trying to really just get to the point. But it's so entertaining to just hear about how, (laughs) to think about how all of just, just full circle moment and how it came together like this. Because really, Nicki Minaj started the shit. She really started the shit. And then if so many people say that you doing sneaky shit behind the scenes, then nigga, you probably doing some sneaky shit behind the scenes. That's males and females. Like, Nicki Minaj is not slick and she look like the type. She always saying some, like, random jealous shit whenever people don't fuck with her. Low key. Just pay attention. Just pay attention. But, um, there was a scuffle. And um, apparently Cardi B got popped upside the head. She had a knot and uh, she was in her beautiful red gown. (laughs) And Nicki Minaj said, I'm gonna stay right here. (laughs) And you know, that happened. And I was scared for Cardi B because I didn't want none of her opportunities. It had nothing to do with them white folks as a party. I just didn't want nobody to cut 
none of her like to stop any of her checks based on that altercation in there because I know how it feels like to constantly somebody be like pinching you all the time and you can't pop them in their mouth. Somebody just keep on egging you the fuck on and you can't do nothing. And then the first time you see them, you want you want they blood, you want that action with them because I don't care where we at at this point. You didn't kept doing this shit. You keep doing it and doing it and doing it what you think is well. And now I got to have your head because we ain't gonna keep doing this. And I felt where Cardi B was coming from. And if if it had anything to do with her kid, then I'm not holding that against her. I just personally wish uh, that it wasn't so um, high vis. I wish that it wasn't such a visible place. Um, only because realistically, everybody could say, I don't care about uh, the white people saying that they don't got nothing to do with them. It's about the people who offer her opportunities and keep her uh, her, her uh, purse lined up. That's it. I, I didn't want her to lose no money. She got a kid and she got um, some credit. It's got to be uh, some credit changing penis that just don't know how to stay hers. You know what I'm saying? Offset out here just slanging dick to any old anybody. And she can't really, she low-key inside of her, she knows she can't rely on that nigga like that. That's why she keeps so busy and she stays <laughs> she stays ahead of them niggas on the charts because she know when it comes down to it, she, when she's done with Offset, she'll be done with Offset. I know a lot of people are nervous about that relationship, but I think Cardi is almost kind of going about in a way that every bitch should when they get too deep in a relationship and they know they gotta get the fuck out of here, but they don't wanna be relying on this nigga. She's creating a bag for herself and a bag for culture, and they gonna be all right. Whenever she decides to walk away, she can walk away. We ain't all been in situations where we didn't had a nigga that got the 300 score, <laughs> credit score dick, and that's always the, the life-changing, evolving, stuff <laughs> you know what I'm, saying? <laughs> I'm sorry but that, that is always just the you you make dumb decisions while you with that person <laughs> you make dumb decisions you put yourself in harm's way you do dumb shit you might break the law a little bit let cardi b's 20 what's it 26 25 25 26 year old self make them dumb ass decisions like we all did like we all did. And when she's ready to pick up and leave, she'll be good. She'll be all right. So, I don't know what happened. Nicki Minaj released Queen, which had some decent tracks on it. I didn't really fuck with it like that. The Barb's would swear it was the best thing since sliced bread. Nicki Minaj then wowed out on everybody and toddlers and babies and Travis Scott and Kylie Jenner and Kylie Jenner then got so stressed out that she took the fillers out of her lips and you know and Cardi B is still just being successful she dropped I like it like that and now she just killed it she had the babies she's just killing it and uh the last little scuffle they got into I'm gonna bring this to a, a close <laughs> is last night for some odd reason yeah no I can't stay on subject for some odd reason, Apple Music decided to give Nicki Minaj a queen radio. Why? <laughs> Why? Why? So she can go on her every fucking week and bitch about some shit she don't like that don't make no sense and make claims while also playing the fucking victim. Like be a badass bitch one second and be crying. Have y'all noticed? Have y'all noticed that Nicki Minaj got like a little tiny bit of a speech impediment? Is it just me? I don't know. She, if y'all listen, look, I'm gonna just a tiny bit, a little bit. Not sure, I'm not trying to be no hater, but it just seemed like, but anyways, um, Hennessy, a few days ago, Hennessy, her sister, Cardi B's sister, went on Instagram, posted various screenshots of text messages that were sent to her um, because she believes that people on Nikki's team leaked their numbers 
after the Harper Bazaar incident. So that happened and they getting all these threatening um, text messages that come in and she had the screenshots for all of them. And uh, she was beefing with Riley. Riley don't, like I said, she don't got no business. She's just Nicki Minaj's like bodyguard at this point, her big ass. But uh, obviously they are not claiming that they had any parts in it. And uh, then Nicki Minaj went on Queen's radio and spoke about the incident and tried to talk about how the fact that Ra Ali kicked Cardi B's ass apparently and she tried to stop bags. Cardi B tried to stop Nicki Minaj's bags at some point and uh, some other uh, claims that made no sense. Well, here's where it gets very entertaining is that Cardi B up until this point right now, it is uh, 10.32 a.m. on the 30th and all of these videos are still up. It's about 12 videos of Cardi B going the fucking on Nicki Minaj because she had all the receipts. From receipts, I'm talking about emails, bitch. She got text messages, the same text messages that Hennessy shared. Um, because the thing is, Nicki Minaj might not be like, um, she might not be the, you know, the head nigga in charge as far as how the barbs do things, but she don't ever tell them to stop. As a matter of fact, she is real Trumpish with how she man, like how she interacts with her fans. And she kind of like organizes them to do shit like that. And it's not straightforward, it's not direct, but she she will fucking organize the bully ship, okay? Like, she's annoying. And I can't believe she even does shit like that. There, there was a text message in there pretty much saying that they wanted to kill Culture, her daughter. And I'm like, mm, something gotta give. Cause even Beyonce was like, y'all niggas gotta chill out sometimes, like fuck. Cause Stans be, I mean, the Beehive be doing a lot sometimes. We used to, I mean, we in careers, but I would like to say I'm a humble bee. I don't know if that's one of the levels, but I'm a humble bee. Like I'd be real chill. Like I'm gonna get with you if you got some shade about Beyonce, but I ain't gonna threaten your life or nothing like that. It's not that deep. But the barbs really be going there. They be on Cardi B's page, they be in the shade room comments. You could swear they don't fuck with Cardi B, but they know about all her moves, anything she do. And um, they always turn the Nikki page into a Cardi page or the Nikki post into a Cardi post and vice versa. Uh, they, they don't want them to be individuals, I'll tell you that much, because anything about either one of them is a competition instead of just uplifting, which is, that's fine too. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like you just uplift the person that you love. And that's the reason why Nicki Minaj is not successful right now is because her fucking barbs, I ain't trying to be shady. If you like Nicki Minaj, then good. I'm talking about these intense barbs that they be working these thumbs, okay, on the internet, but they don't work that credit card number to buy them tickets to concerts and merchandise and all this other shit to, to elevate their queen, Nicki Minaj. Now, if you, you had that much energy to type that shit in, to type that negative comment you had about Cardi B or some other female artist, then you have enough energy to do the same thing, type that fucking credit card number and that security code into her tour schedule, you know what I'm saying? And, and get them tickets and make sure you promote the fact that, you know, she still got some more to sell to your friends so that she can be successful or go stream her shit. Use them thumbs to go onto Apple Music and fucking stream her shit or Spotify or wherever the fuck you listen to your music. Do that. Don't argue with me about Cardi B. I'm, I'm too busy listening to Cardi B shit and waiting for the tour schedule so I can buy a seat to go support my favorite artist. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Y'all be weird. But it's just like what Kid Fury and Crystal said, most of Nicki Minaj's fans are fucking teenagers. I'm not arguing with you hoes. <laughs> go study, like what are you doing? <laughs> leave me alone. Cause I'll go in there and leave one random comment about, you know, Cardi B on the shade room and then have five different comments about you know, like threaten my life. I'm like, what y'all, 
well, it's not that deep. I'm not about to do this with y'all. So my block game been heavy <laughs> since I decided that I wanted to comment on that stuff. But uh, like I said, uh, Cardi B had, like I said, a little mini series last night of receipts. She had her receipts with, you know, her text messages, her emails. It was real crazy last night. It was real crazy on the internet and uh they was going back and forth they got producers they done added them niggas in the game people don't want to be involved people posting damn screenshots with their receipts and then blocking half of the shit out i'm like nigga that's not a real receipt be real with me ain't no fucking pii on that shit ain't no personal identifiable information no i need to see the whole ass message nigga because i don't want mm -mm, mm -mm. that's what see absolutely not so uh <laughs> it got crazy and then they pretty much Nicki Minaj at the very end she just kept egging Cardi on and saying well I'll do a lie detector test you can come on Queens Radio and we'll do a lie detector test or we can have somebody record us writing a verse and I was like that is such like you didn't address none of the shit that Cardi B said Cardi B was talking about uh, the fact that, um, what did she say? That some of the endorsement deals and songs and stuff came to her first. The fact that Ra Ali did not beat her ass because that was a claim on Queens Radio that she had made, that Nicki Minaj made and said that Ra had beat her ass. She did not. Everybody had seen them fucking videos and she did not. She didn't. Um, she was talking about uh, people... That, uh, what was another thing she was talking about? She, that Cardi B was trying to keep people from working with her. And that's Nikki's thing. That is not Cardi B's thing. <laughs> um, I think Nikki, I mean, I think Cardi is still expanding her Rolodex, nigga. Like, I don't think she has as much connections as people make her seem. And I think Nikki Minaj has been in the game long enough to have the, those same connections. And uh, you can obviously tell how the shit works. There's no way she had, what was it at the BMAs this year? That she won Best Hip Hop? No fucking way. <laughs> Over what, Drake and Cardi B? Absolutely not, you fucking crazy. So I absolutely do think that some of that shit be going on because that she'll say, if this doesn't happen, I will not show up to your event and I won't perform. And I think Beyonce has done that too, but I think she's only done it because, um, not to prevent anybody else from, just because Beyonce don't got time to be sitting in nobody's audience because she got to get to the money. It's not about holding nobody down, it's because she really ain't even trying to be there. But if I'm going to be sitting in your audience, nigga, like, you gotta, I gotta be able to form all of Lemonade. That's it. Mm. <laughs> That's how Beyonce does it. I'm not going to that shit unless you let me sing my whole fucking album and have five different costume changes on that same stage, bitch. Like, and then pay me a hefty fee. And then Blue gotta have somebody giving her the finest fucking snacks in the front row um, and serving Rumi as well. So, or I will not be there. See, Nicki Minaj does it in a malicious manner. Um, then... I believe it. I believe that anyways. So their whole argument ended with Nate Minaj saying that, you know, let's keep it positive, guys, which is some shit that she could have said a long time ago, long time ago. Cardi B only responds when she has to. She's never amped up any of her other fans from what I've seen to to be nasty or malicious with Nicki Minaj she only stakes her piece and she keeps getting back to it getting to these looks and releasing dope ass tracks that I could shake my ass to and I appreciate Cardi B for that because there is nothing is not shit with her it's not deep we look at all these other male uh artists and uh they release really trash lyrically trash music but it's good music to shake your ass to and we don't give them all these fucking problems about lyricism and content and all that shit. Sometimes we just got artists that are specifically there for that. We didn't look to Juvenile for, for no fucking lyrical content. Uh, we looked to him for do, 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 boom, boom, boom. Girl, your wiggle was a magic. Look, we went, 
Juvenile was not that nigga for that. When you look at Cardi B, we know we're going to get us a, a hood bitch track about a nigga doing us wrong, but we also going to have a lot of uh, tongue out, ass up, shaking, twerking music that we can listen to at the gym with our tight, high-waisted leggings on, you know what I'm saying, doing our thing, lifting heavy shit, you know what I'm saying, that's what we want to do. And it's fun. And that's what we look to Cardi B for. And, and, the, and the barbs fucking hate it. Because they could swear that. Oh my gosh, she doesn't write a rhyme. So I tell you this. And I told this to somebody the other day. If y'all was really looking for lyrical content. And y'all believe Nikki is just that bitch. Y'all ain't really about lyrical content like that. <laughs> y'all ain't about schemes like that. Um, because there's, there's, there's women in the game that outbar Nikki all the time. Um, just read a tweet the other uh, earlier today that if it was about that, then she would have bodied Remy, and it wouldn't have been about no fucking numbers. It wouldn't have been about no number one uh, on the chart shit. Would have been her comeback. She would have came back with bars because that's that's the her shit, right? That's her gig. When she wants to get at Cardi B, she wants to sit down and write and have somebody fucking write with her. But when Remy was giving her that action last year. She couldn't be bothered because she was just selling too much. See, Nicki Minaj is on that bullshit. That's why. And like I said, I I like Nicki Minaj's music, but we ain't gonna sit there and, and, and disregard how she handled those handled those two beefs. Remy Ma gave it to her on the track. She said, "Here you go. This is what I fucking think of you." Behind the beat. Behind one of the most epic diss tracks of all time, actually. Because that's how much I'm feeling myself. I'm going to give it to you like this, all right? And we got no fucking frauds. We got a, a single, a horrible single at that. It didn't even fucking do numbers. But somebody was just talking about numbers all day. It didn't do too good. It didn't do that great. Then you had the nerve to have features on it, nigga. Nikki. Come on. But when you want to get with Cardi, then you want to make fun of the fact that she don't write her own shit? Okay. See, that's the shit that I don't get about y'all queens. <laughs> I don't get it. I don't understand it. So she um, conceded <laughs> yesterday uh, in defeat to Cardi B. Cardi B's about to release this Fashion Nova line along with other endeavors that she's currently wake- working on. Looks like we about to get another album. And it also looks like I still don't see Queen on the top 10 albums. Because she should be focused on shit like that, but she ain't. Let me, let me I'm going to do a, a quick Google real quick to see where Queen is sitting on, our, on the Billboard chart. Y'all hear that typing? I just want to see, I just want to see where it's at. <laughs> Just Googling right now, 18 hours ago, according to Billboard, Nicki Minaj claims Cardi B wanted asked her to be on Barty or Cardi. You wanted me to be on your second single. Maybe that was on Queen Radio because I don't give that any fucking kind of action at all. I I would say that I believe it though because like I said, Cardi B never had no fucking issue with Nicki Minaj and that's, that further, like, <laughs> that makes it make no kind of sense at all. Cardi B never had an issue with Nicki Minaj Cardi B looked up to Nicki Minaj and and then Cardi B saw her as nothing but competition. She didn't want to raise her up from where she was at. She didn't want to empower her and give her any, you know, uh, a cosign. She didn't want to do none of that shit because she was too worried about being a queen. And when you a queen, you don't worry about shit like that. You already know that you done made your impact. Your legacy can be untouched when you are a queen. And Nicki Minaj might have fucked that up. I don't know. Let me see. I was trying to look at it. Where is it sitting as of today? This Queen album. Anyways, that's all I really came in to say, y'all. Is that um, Homegirl Wildin'. 
but y'all know what I'm saying. Ain't nobody listening to that shit no more. I, I will say that uh, Good Form is a good song, and Barbie Dreams was good until I did my, my research and found out that she stole that shit from, the, uh, from goddamn Lil' Kim, too. <laughs> I'm just, let, let, there is room for two. There is room. Um, there doesn't have to be one dominating female rapper in the game the males seem to make it look really fucking easy to be all out here flourishing i don't understand what it is that there only can be one as far as females are concerned but whatever it is i just i'm over it um like i said i i enjoy Nicki minaj music but something about knowing how she uh, maneuvers really rubs me the wrong way and i don't want to support her um, if she happens to make a song that's catchy and it's catchy and I can't, you know, stop myself from listening to it, then that is what it is. You got me, bitch. But I'm just not going out there. I'm not pursuing your music, you know what I'm saying? Because it's just the way you are. Somebody said earlier today, I'm about to cut this off because I've been talking for a long time. Um, somebody said that, um, they think it was this whole incident with uh, Cardi B talking on Instagram and Queen Radio and all this stuff that just happened was um, a setup so they can have a collaboration. Well, one, they've already collaborated with each other. And two, um, once you start, once I believe that you're behind something that has threatened my family, my kids and uh, all that, there's no way. You have made it personal at this point. I cannot fuck with you like that. I wish you well, but I'm just not getting, I'm not intertwining with a snake. You know what I'm saying? I'm not, I can't, I can't fuck with you like that. Um, so I hope um, if they happen to be on the track with each other in the future, then good for them. But I absolutely could not. Um, do that. I will say that Nick Minaj has been looking good lately. I will say that she needs to ease the fuck up on either eating, <laughs> that sounds horrible, or going to the plastic surgeon. Because on that Chungly video, her hips look disformed now. They look like, um, you know, Kardashian hips. I don't know. I can't describe to y'all what that looks like, but when I see it, I see it. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, there is something weird about how her hips protrude outward and her ass looks extremely heavy. Like it looks so heavy. And I'm just waiting for her to get on that K Michelle plan. Shout out to K Michelle for getting all that shit removed from her and looking like a normal ass human being instead of an ant. I'm just okay with the fact that she just looks adorable and small and bite-sized like she should um, instead of this whatever Nicki Minaj looks like these days. I can't take it at all. So, because it's entertaining, obviously, you know, <laughs> I'm gonna stay on the lookout, but at the end of the day, I hope that it's squashed. It needs to be squashed. You both can be successful in this industry, I believe. Because it's been done before, we had, we had the brat, we had Missy Elliott, we had Trina, we had so many, in a plethora, like a different type of female rapper. And a few that were the same, because for real, Lil' Kim and, and Foxy Brown was giving us pretty much kind of the same content. But then we had the other ones that was tomboyish, we had the brat, we had uh, the ones that could sing and rap, and that was Missy Elliott. We had a whole bunch. We can pick and choose. We had Lisa Left Eye. She was goofy. She had uh, her the way her tone was, her delivery. We enjoyed every fucking bit of, of the variety that we got in the 90s with our, our female rappers. And I don't understand why that still isn't a thing right now. I don't understand why we not uplifting Young and May more. Why we not giving Dreezy more. Why we not giving Rhapsody more. These are great women, and <laughs> we choose one at a time, and it's crazy to me. Um, I hope that it can be squashed. I hope that the general public can wrap their head around there being more than one. 
because there can be more than one. And um, I'm just, I'm here for the upliftment. Is that a word? If it's not, I'm making it one. For the upliftment (laughs) of Cardi B. Because so many people just hate her for just being who she is. But on the same, um, at the same time, so many people love Cardi B for the same fucking reason. And that's going to be enough to keep you around, girl. Whether it be a rap career, whether you take some acting classes and act, whether you have your own reality TV show, girl, you are going to be good. And because you worry about yourself, you don't seem manipulative. You seem like you just really want to be out here to make money for your family. I think you're going to be fine. Um, What I would give Cardi B is to just not be as emotional, but as an emotional motherfucker. Which I just looked at my uh, my chart. (laughs) Nigga, why am I Pisces sun, Scorpio rising, and a Cancer moon? That, and my whole life makes sense right there. But to one emotional soul, (laughs) to another... Girl, and I bet you something on her chart, something on her, her, uh, I know she's a Libra, but I feel like either her moon, her moon is definitely water. Her moon is water. She is, she's fucking with Pisces, Cancer, Cancer or Scorpio up in that moon somewhere. <laughs> she's very emotional. But from one emotional soul to the other, just focus on your craft, focus on culture, focus on making sure Offset just stay out of these hoes DMs. And, and and just built this future. Save. Do what you got to do. You don't got to stay in this industry forever. You can have your impact for right now and live to tell about it in a positive light. You know what I'm saying? Let that nigga Minaj shit go. She's in a place in her life that I hope that she is talking to somebody about it. Because um, she's too worried to be as successful as Nicki Minaj is who has done all the things that Nicki Minaj has done, you would think that none of this shit would phase her the way it does. But something, she has to get right with herself, right? So, good luck, Nicki Minaj. But you're gonna have to stop all that hating ass shit that you've been doing, cuz. I don't got nothing against you, bruh, bruh. But you're gonna have to stop. You too damn old. I'm right in the middle. (laughs) I'm 30. What's she, like 35? Cardi B, 26, 25. And I, I'm leaning towards the one that's younger than me. Because I know I can expect certain shit from her. But at this point, <laughs> like Nicki Minaj, you got to cut the shit. And you've got to be honest in where you are and who you are. And once you become that and, and, and let go of those insecurities, Ma, you're going to be straight. But you're going to have to let that bitch Cardi live. Let her leave her alone. Leave her alone. Leave all these other girls alone and claim you that fucking tried to stop their backs. <laughs> oh, I can't believe she made a hashtag out of that. Um, but that's all I wanted to to talk about. Damn, this this was so invigorating to talk for an hour about Nicki Minaj and Cardi B. Oh, just got so much off of my chest. It was so great. I enjoy doing the show with y'all. Hopefully, I'll be back soon, y'all. Like I said, I'm working on a whole bunch of shit. And uh, I'll be back. This felt good. <laughs> Lesson of the day uh, before I get out of here. Be more like Cardi. Um, this bitch had photo album worth of receipts, right? I think Apple stopped doing it, but it used to have a folder solely for your receipts your screenshots sometimes you do if you fucking with a nigga that's kind of skeptical you know what i'm saying like they sketchy and shit sometimes you gotta record the conversations and sometimes you gotta screenshot the fuck out of (laughs) the text messages or things just to keep yourself honest with a nigga who especially if you know they like to call themselves putting people on blast when you do business with them niggas when you talk with them about personal shit even your closest friends, nigga. I don't know. I just cover your six. I'm talking about if you are elevate at an elevator, so not just us normal ass people. Maybe even so. 
I've never had to do it, but I, trust me, for, for some situations I've had to uh, <laughs> to screenshot some shit just to make sure, you know what I'm saying? I don't, want no, I don't want no problems. You know things about me, I got shit for you too, just in case. And Cardi B made sure that she, in the case to come, I want y'all to see that I tried this, this was my avenue of approach for that, and uh, you ain't about to catch me out here no lie. So that's really what it is about covering your six, Coming your back, making sure you got those proper receipts for when the shit pop. Cause you know when you're dealing with somebody that's problematic, you absolutely know. You feel in your spirit, or maybe I'm just an intuitive hoe like that. <laughs> so that's the lesson of the day. I always keep your receipts together when you're dealing with borderline trash people. Okay. <laughs> All right. So that was my episode of So There's That, the special edition, the Cardi B, Nicki Minaj exclusive. Okay. I'll be back when I be back. I love y'all. Thank y'all for tuning in. And again, don't unsubscribe. I'm coming back. A nigga be back. All right. Check y'all out on the, on the next episode. Peace. <laughs>